Hello, world. So, um, things have been pretty crazy right now. Um, for some reason, my back pain has spiked up really bad. And it's been just hard to move, period. Um, I don't know why I'm having this flare-up, but... I am, and oh, it's just excruciating, and I feel bad because I want to do an episode where I'm like, things are so much better and everything's wonderful, and I keep doing episodes like, things are getting much worse. So, I've been coping with it. I've been home from school all day today, and yesterday I came home early. Um, I have physical therapy, um, today, so that's sure to be helpful. Um, I've been writing songs lately. I've been reading the Bible a lot. It's been actually really helpful. Sometimes I go through periods where I just don't feel like reading the Bible, and Christ kind of speaks to me through songs and music, and, like, just, like, really great Christian music, and sometimes I just get really spoken to through the Word, and that's what's been happening lately, so, yeah, um, it's, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's been really hard, but it's just been really hard to believe that I'm ever going to get better from this. And my parents, they keep saying, you know, you were diagnosed early, you're young, you know, there's a high chance. But really, I've never been an extremely lucky person. That's the most selfish thing I've ever said. Wow. Okay, I'm going to not say that. Okay, because there are literally people starving, and I just said I'm not a lucky person. I'm so blessed. I have my family. I'm going to a great school, everything. So, really, I am not lucky. I'm blessed. I'm so blessed. Okay, I'm going to rephrase that. I don't feel lucky sometimes. And, like, I never, like, felt phenomenally talented. And I've never felt, like, really good at something. Like, yeah, I dabble in magic tricks and I do some songwriting. And I love to sing and act. But, like... I never, you know, and like writing and poetry, but I've never like felt phenomenally talented. There's always going to be people who are more talented than me. And, you know, so thinking that I'm going to be lucky and be completely CRPS free is so hard to believe right now and it's so hard to keep up the hope 
when sometimes I don't even feel, sometimes I have to fight the feeling that I'm not even that special. And I so want to just be free of this. So stinking bad. And it affects me every second of every day. For the past seven months, there hasn't been a second where I haven't been in pain. Um, so it's been hard. Um, I've been talking to my psychologist a lot lately um, about everything. Um, one thing that was kind of funny was... Um, my grandma, she has OCD, and my um, psychologist suspects that I have OCD, not like crazy, but like mild OCD, because I, she noticed a lot of obsessive compulsions that I have in my life, and it was funny, I was talking with like my best friend on the phone, and I said, my um, psychologist thinks that I have OCD. She's like, oh my gosh, of course you do. I'm like, wait, really? Because I never noticed it, but she knew. I have friends who know me better than I know myself, and it's crazy. But she's like, Jackie, when we were in a bookstore, you literally had to, like, rearrange all the books, and your hand was, like, shaking. You're like, I must rearrange the books. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> so, it's good to have support. And I just need to stress, this is something, this is kind of advice to myself as well as to the world. Even if you don't feel like it, surround yourself with friends. Just do it. I mean, even if you put on, like, a happy facade, number one, you know, like, be honest with them. That's something that's been hard for me, um... It's been hard to explain to my friends that if I'm on crutches one day, it doesn't mean that I will be crutches, I will be wheelchair free forever. Like, I might be on crutches one day and then be in a wheelchair the next and they'll be like, oh my gosh, what happened? And I mean, obviously it's not their fault. It's just, it's hard to explain chronic pain when I don't even understand it. Why am I having this flare-up when it's felt like I've done everything right? And my doctors keep saying don't get discouraged, but it's almost impossible not to. I take, like, one step forward and then, like, six steps back. <laughs> so, that's something that's been a big challenge for me. But I've also really loved school. It's been fun to, like, be able to complain about homework and work forever on writing a paper and get it done and be proud of your work and just be in class and learn things. And I'm such, like, a nerd and I love to learn new things and I'm a big history and language arts person and yet... Math has been fun this year. Like, I'm not good at it. I struggle to get a passing grade. But my teacher is so awesome. She's so nice. And it's fun to just, like, figure it out. 
So even if you feel like you're not good at something, go ahead and like it. Like, I'm a big, like, I love women's gymnastics. And I think it's just, like, the coolest thing ever. And I know, like, all the terminology. And I, like, actually, no, I don't. I probably don't know all the terminology. I know enough, though, that I can judge a good performance. Um, but I'm, like, obviously I can't walk. And I've never been an athletic person. I've always been an artistic person. And, but I just, like, love it. And I also really love ballet. And, like other types of dance, like modern dance and everything. Sometimes I'll just, like, go to YouTube and type in, like, ballet dance or, like, Swan Lake or something, and it just makes me happier to see people, like, expressing their creativity. And, oh my gosh, I had a huge Gabby Douglas, like, obsession when I was 12 years old like literally obsession I was so obsessed with her and I like wasn't I like literally supported Gabby Douglas so much and when she came back for her second Olympics I was like go Gabby Douglas you're the bomb um and then I developed kind of like an Allie Raisman thing and I just got her book and I'm reading it and it's great um so It doesn't matter if you're good at things. Just, like, love them. (laughs) Whenever I tell people, I'm like, oh, like, I'm a dance enthusiast. Um, They just kind of, like, give me, like, a look. And I'm like, I don't care. I love it. It's, It's so fun to appreciate other people's talent. But one thing that has been so crazy hard for me is I have a group chat with, like, all my theater friends, and I have gotten literally spammed with, like, 500 texts a day about the new show in the auditions, and that show I so badly wanted to audition for, and I felt like there was this character who fit my vocal range, and I was so excited, and it was gonna be awesome, and I couldn't make it because one of the requirements is that you have to be able to walk, Which I can't really do at the moment. So that... I'm not gonna lie. That was pretty hard. But, you know, I got to be the supportive friend. And I think that that is something that's really valuable to learn. Is to celebrate other people's accomplishments. Because it's literally not all about you. It's not the world according to Jackie. So, that was helpful. Um, We're working on getting me this, like, heated, weighted blanket that's going to be, like, my new best friend. Because with CRPS, my limbs turn icy cold. And so, I'm always cold. So, this is going to be, like, sleeping under heaven. Excuse me, I'm really sleepy. Um, Another thing about CRPS. A lot of times you take pain meds that make you super tired and you're yawning the entire day. And then when you get to bed, you like can't fall asleep because of pain. So that's the fun cycle. Last night, it was really hard for me to get to bed. And I'm not... I'm gonna say, like, my mama makes everything better. And she, like, lay with me while I was having pain convulsions... And she held my hand until I fell asleep. And 
you know, that's what it's all about, is surrounding yourself with amazing, beautiful people and being the amazing, beautiful person to other people. So, that's been really great. Um, so, I think that's going to be it for right now. But I am definitely going to put this episode on hold and submit it a little later. So, you, there will probably be another segment. So, talk to you guys soon. Bye.
I mean, at that point, we had made a rule where my family couldn't touch me because anywhere they would touch me, it would just go to my back. Like, the pain would just vibrate, and it would just shoot, and, yeah, it was so bad. I was pretty much on bed rest again, and it was getting, it was, it was so bad. It was at my worst. It was worse than it was before I was an inpatient, and we thought I would have to go back to inpatient. My mom was calling all my doctors. We, I was missing so much school. We thought I would have to drop out of high school. Like, guys, my world was crumbling. So you know who's there controlling everything when you feel like your world is crumbling? Jesus. That October 29th started out as the worst day of my life, honestly. My pain was incredible, but that day, I spent time with the Lord, and I told Jesus, I asked him to fill me with the Holy Spirit. I didn't, I wasn't completely sure what that meant, but I asked him for it. And I asked him for mercy, and I asked him for grace. And I'm not sure if I even asked him to heal me because I don't, I think at that point I just couldn't hope for it anymore. So, it was a hard day. And then I had physical therapy that day. And I, after going to physical therapy, I literally could not speak. Because I was afraid vomit would pour out of my mouth. I'm sorry, that's gross. But, yeah, pretty much. Because I was in that much pain, I just could not speak. But while I was driving home, my mom said that my uncle had called. And I was like, why did he call? And she said that his business partner has a friend who has been praying over people and actually healing them. Wow. And she asked me if I wanted to, you know, to have this guy pray for me. And I was like, you know, I don't know. But then I, because I didn't want him to be like somebody like kooky. And, you know, like, expose me with all that. And my mom was worried about that, too, she told me later. But something was just telling me, like, you know, just just do it. And I'm like, it can't do any harm. Like, honestly, I'll try anything. But at that point, so many people had prayed for me. Like, I didn't see what the difference would be for this one guy to pray for me. And so, um... We got on the phone with him, we got connected with this guy, and he was so kind. He was, he said, he, he said I was a child of God, he said I was his love. He asked me questions about how long I'd been in pain and things like that. And then he just like power prayed over me. And 
commanded in Jesus' name, with no power of his own, but through Jesus' name, that my pain would leave me. And as he was praying, oh gosh, here come the water is. As he was praying to me, I just felt something melt off my back and my wrist and my ankle. It just felt like something was pouring off. And then for the first time in nine months, I felt my entire body was just And oh, it's so incredible. I was listening to my segment this morning, and I said I recognized that I said that I had been in pain for seven months, and it had really been nine. So, yeah. Anyway, after that, so this all happened in the car, and he's like, "Do you feel different?" And I'm like. Um, I think so. I felt something like, you know, like mouth off and I'm like, thank you. I, I was in the car, so I still hadn't realized like the full effect. But we went over a bump and it didn't hurt. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was kind of freaking out at that point. And I was crying like crazy. And I said, thank you. And we hung up. And then after we hung up, we got out of the car and my mom gave me my crutches because I didn't have a wheelchair at home and so I started hobbling with them and then I stopped because it just seemed too easy and I'm like mom could you take one crutch so I started walking with one crutch and it was still too easy I said mom can you take both crutches she's like what and I gave him to her, and I just walked. I, no pain. I walked all the way to my house. I stepped up the steps. I unlocked the door. I went into the house. I sat on the chair. I walked all the way up the stairs, and I gave my brother a huge hug, and he squeezed me. Like, he was able to squeeze my back. That's crazy. That is so crazy. We went on FaceTime with my dad. I got on the phone with him, and, and we went on FaceTime, and I just, like, walked all around the house with him. We told him what had happened. We were all crying, like, crazy. I flopped on the couch, and my back did not hurt. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. So... We celebrated that night with lemon meringue pie. <laughs> and we thanked Jesus. And as soon as my dad came home, we just got on our knees and all just cried like crazy and thanked Jesus. But, like, I'm, like, crying just talking about it. Because, guys, God doesn't ever forget you. He has this plan. My miracle, it's been scared. I have family members living in other countries who are missionaries. They've been sharing this with people. This has been spread all over the world. 
and people are being restored in their faith by this. And I think that was one of the reasons for my CLTS in the first place. Great. <laughs> and then I FaceTimed a friend the same day, and I just walked away on the house with her. And I'm like, this is insane, and we were both just freaking out. And that was the same friend who had wrote me letters in the hospital for every day and came to my house and colored with me and sat on my bed with me and talked and sent me scripture verses and sent me songs in my great times of need. And she's just such a good friend. Oh, Naomi, um, I love you so much. Thank you for being the friend that you are. Isn't this crazy? So, since then, I've been able to do so much. I still have muscle pain because my muscles were just so weakened. But I'm not being in use for so long. But, the CLTS pain is now and forever will be gone from me. I have complete faith of that. And I think that the Lord is going to use me in some way and use this experience so that I can help others. And I'm so excited. And I'm just so thankful to God. For doing this for me because honestly I don't know why there are so many people who are suffering more than me and there are so many people with chronic pain and chronic illnesses and yet God chose me and I honestly don't know why but I do know that I love him and so When I came up with a title for this podcast, I wanted it to be something scary. I wanted it to be something victorious and triumphant. But he always has been greater than CRTS. And he's proved it in this miracle. He is greater than CRTS. He is. So I'm so glad I picked that name for my podcast. And there's something beautiful that my friend Naomi did. She did this poster, and it has the date of my miracle, and it says, God still does miracles. And I have it on my bulletin board, and it's a picture you see along with this podcast. Thank God. So I'm sorry I didn't tell you guys. Soon. I don't know why I've thrust myself into doing so much since the vehicle I, I'm in a show now. <laughs> I'm in Little Women Musical. I'm doing makeup design and I'm also Rodrigo, the Joe's heroic man 
if you don't know that, I get to wear a hat that looks like a taco and have a cool sword and sing like an opera dude. So I'm pretty excited. I'm going to school every day. Well, not right now. I'm on Christmas break right now. I went to Ohio to see my the whole dad side. My yeah, I can't talk. The whole my whole dad side of the family. And I wouldn't have been able to be in a car for a seven-hour drive were I not healed. So, my family would have been spending Christmas without my grandparents and my uncles and aunts and cousins and those who matter to us so much. And so, I'm truly thankful to the Lord. My grandparents gave me something beautiful. They gave me for Christmas, they gave me a silver bangle bracelet, and it has two charms on it. One is a heart that says, it is well with my soul, which is my favorite hymn, and was a great spiritual help to me in my times of trial. And one is a cross, and at the center of that cross is a mustard seed. And if you don't know the parable and the symbolism in the Bible, it talks about faith as small as a mustard seed can move mountains. And I really did have faith like a mustard seed. That's what I kept telling people, that it wasn't my immense faith that made me well. It was my tiny faith and God's great mercy. And so... This bracelet is always going to be to me a beautiful reminder that I'm going to wear every single day of my life. It's going to be a beautiful reminder of the miracle. And honestly, the next day at school, everybody wanted to know what was going on. My mom emailed some teachers, and so many people just, so happy. So many were so happy. My two friends just rejoiced with me. Some were like, Jackie, what actually happened? Like, I don't believe that. And I'm like, that's what happened. And they're like, I don't believe that. I'm like, okay. Because it's my job to spread the miracle. It's not my job to convince people of it. I can't thrust my miracle down their throat. But I saw my doctors that week. They were shocked. I mean, they turned pale. Their mouths dropped open. They were stuttering. They could not explain it at all. And so... That's my story. And I'm going to keep doing this podcast because I do believe that it's doing good for somebody. And I'm not just going to disappear from the world now that I'm healed because I do have other challenges. I still have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome and I've had some flare-ups, but CLTS was definitely the worst for me. And it's gone forever. And I want to 
keep talking. I want to be able to keep sharing, and I want to, I want to bring my mom onto this podcast to talk about everything because I think my mom, I just, I love her so much. <sighs> so that's that. Getting late. Um, I just came back from Ohio today. I spent Christmas in Ohio with my family, and now I'm back in Baltimore. And so I'm pretty tired. Um, I'm working on writing a song about my miracle, but it's not done yet. And I want to just make it perfect, and I want to glorify the Lord with it. So I'm not done yet. It's got some light jazz feels, and it's got some some balladness to it. It's really light and pretty, and then it's, I'm planning to make it louder and joyous and making a joyful noise and I'm really excited so I love you all I hope all my my chronic pain friends out there are taking care of themselves this winter so that usually shows up chronic pain so I really hope you guys are staying warm using heating pads I hope you got to spend Christmas with your family and just thank you for listening. And whenever you're faced with trials, whether it's work or school or illness or family problems, just say he is greater than work. He is greater than work. He's greater than school. He's greater than family problems and debt. And he's greater than addiction. And he's greater than illnesses. And he's greater than mental health disorders. And he's just greater. I hope you guys all remember that. And I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.